From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode... Guys, I'm here. I'm struggling. I'm back. He was he was eight under, I believe. Eight under eight for under the for, for the fourth round. I don't. I don't. If if I uh, can is figure it, out is it considered cheating or is it just it's I mean, frowned upon. It's frowned upon, right? Best role uh that I think to, in television. on water boys podcast i am austin here with you back from the dead joined by clint and addison guys i'm here i'm struggling i'm back it's an easter miracle this is <laughs> this is my game six <laughs> this is the walter payton with the flu game and the michael george did a game with the flu too i believe yeah he did game six michael game jordan six, not you, walter uh, payton you you pitching with Walter a bloody sock right now? Yeah. yeah. Kurt Schilling style. Apparently I pitched that game six reference right over Clint's head. Because- <laughs> well, I automatically went to Walter Payton, but yeah, Michael Jordan did too. Walter Payton game. reference. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than you guys, so yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, Any- okay. <laughs> okay. So she went with Walter Payton as opposed to Michael Jordan. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, good to have you back, Austin. Addison really, Addison really didn't want you back, but uh, oh, I heard. But uh, hey, listen, all I'm saying is this: last our, our one fan out in Kansas, like we got to have Austin back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard they didn't download it this week. <laughs> yeah, they were a... they were upset. We we were flooded with emails from this one listener out in Kansas. The old well. That's okay. I'm here. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, here we are. Big weekend. I literally spent the entire last week in bed. So prime viewing for the Masters. Hmm. Me and now, ESPN. Now it all makes just, sense. Yeah. Took off work just to watch the <laughs> Masters the entire week. Oh, man. It was, uh, it was a fun Masters. It wasn't exactly the most exciting edition. But uh, it was still entertaining. Tiger was there, smiling, not winning, but still smiling. That was that was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got Scotty Scheffler, the world's number one, continuing his chair, fourth win, captures the green jacket, uh, posted around a seventy-one for ten under for the tournament. But I think the story of the weekend, or at least Sunday, was Rory McIlroy. Indeed Absolutely. it was. Indeed it was. He, he was. He just, was eight under, I, th- I believe. Eight under eight for under the for for the fourth round. Uh, finished in second place. He just needed some sunshine and no thirty miles per hour wind gusts to play on. That uh, the wind, the weather definitely definitely played a factor 
Yeah. Uh, Thursday through Saturday. Absolutely. He, but man, Sunday, he just, it was insane. Eight, eight under for the day. And then the final hole in the sand trap holds it out for a birdie. And then more cow right behind him with an equally impressive hole out. Yeah. It was, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. I think really Cam Smith got hot and was making a run at Scotty Scheffler on Sunday. But I think when they hit it behind the scoreboard and he got to move the golf balls, that chip, that shot, that approach shot, whatever you want to call it, that Scotty Scheffler sunk, I think that that ended it for Cam Smith. Oh, man. How about Cam Smith? They're talking – yeah, and he was – he was on a hot streak there at the beginning. Oh yeah. And then they mentioned about fellow Australian, uh, t- uh, Greg Norman, excuse me, Greg Norman, how he, you know, just buckled under pressure. And they're talking about Cam Smith was talking about his father had to take off a day of work the next day after watching <laughs> Greg Norman. <laughs> Jeez. And I'm like, are they really talking about this right now? And of course it wasn't quite as dramatic, but yeah. Cam Smith still went, went downhill there the last the old announcer curse oh man hate to see it but uh it was it was a fun tournament uh clint i know you're excited about going through our uh our draft i am i i am excited so i will start with finishing in last place you had addison finishing the masters with plus 20 he had, finishing in last place as usual. I want to. I want to hop Madison. in here real quick, he and I want to say something. He hold had, on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I could have personally played Augusta in that tournament and been better than plus twenty. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, it was combined between three different people, but you had Jordan Spieth. Uh, he missed the cut. You had really uh, your 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 point total should be higher because you missed. You had a guy miss the cut. Uh, Tiger Woods, who I believe just as the weekend went on, you could tell that leg was giving him more and more of a problem. Uh, I mean, he was barely walking, it seemed, after he finished the final round on Sunday. He was struggling. Uh, I still, like I said when I drafted him, happy that he made the cut and he got to play through the weekend. Yeah, and then that's a moral victory. And then you had Dustin Johnson, who seemed like he would get right there. Looks like you're he's building some momentum, one under, two under, and then bogey a few holes and then drop back. Uh, so Addison finishes third uh, with plus twenty. Next in second place is Austin at plus ten. He had Justin Thomas. Who else did you have? Uh, Patrick John Cantley, Rahm, John Rahm. And yeah, and Cantley, I was I very, Cantley was looking good there for a while when Justin Thomas was struggling. I was very surprised at John Rahm. Yeah, he never I really, really thought he was going to be top 10. Yeah. Justin Thomas had a little momentum there on Saturday, but I, I think mm-hmm. he kind of faded there on Sunday, didn't he, after maybe the front nine? I think he, he did. He finished, back. finished up, um, I think, one under for the for the tournament. Yeah. So tied yeah. for like eighth or ninth. Yeah. Rom, yeah. like Rom there on Friday was looked like he a couple times might have been close to that cut line. Yeah. He had some yeah, crappy he, play. He and Justin Thomas were kind of looking right yeah. there for a while that they might they might miss it. But all three Austin's golfers made the cut and finished plus 10. Now, if you remember my golfers, I had Scotty Scheffler, Roy McElroy. And Cam Smith. 
and Scotty Scheffler won the tournament. Rory McIlroy, we just mentioned it, eight under on Sunday, got him up to second place. And then Cam Smith finished tied for third. So I won the Masters three-player draft at 22 under. That's a pretty uh, substantial win. Yes. Yes, it is. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. I actually, I was, it would have been, I thought there for a while, you know, Scotty Scheffler dropping, you know, maybe Cam Smith could make a run at him. And then Roy just came out of nowhere. I was like, what if, what if all three of my golfers end with the same score and they go into a three player? How does the masters do the, do the, uh, the playoff Austin? I don't remember. I know they each do it differently. How does the masters? It's the, do right, it's the, it's the typical shootout, right? Where they play, they replay uh, the last hole that they all tied. Is that's what I don't remember because some places do it different, don't they? Some places you have to do the whole 18 over again, isn't that right? Some tournaments do that. You play the whole 18? Not that I'm aware of. Not that you're aware that of. That would be a lot of golf. It would be a lot of golf. Are you saying play the entire 18 holes again? 18? Or do they start oh, on do they start on number one and then they they play until I'm, I'm not sure. I think the one I'm I, thinking of is the, I last, think you're the high. last playoffs I watched was the was it the Valero Open, mm-hmm. and they kept playing the same hole over and over again. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe they play the same hole, and then some other tournament yeah. just go keep going backwards. That like was 18, the, 17, yeah. 16. That was one Cantley one, I believe. Okay, they go typically. You go back to the last hole that, however many people are tied the last hole that they both tied on and then you play that hole until you have a winner. We'll have to get our uh, intern to fact check all this for next Yeah, but anyway, so a good uh, good result for me on the player. So now I've won the college basketball draft uh, for the bracket, and then I've won the uh, Masters three-player draft. So I'm coming second twice. Two and O start here. Yeah, I've come in second twice. Aston, how about you? What's your Yeah, so where where have you finished those two times, Aston? Um, all I'm gonna say is I can beat both of you in actual golf, so that's all I care about. Well, good thing you said golf and not basketball. I thought he was going I thought he was gonna take a shot at you, Austin, with Madden, but he, oh, he refrained. Man. Oh well, I mean, obviously I can beat him in Madden too. So <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You can beat you Austin. Play, you you can beat play Austin video games so much, you can beat me. That is true. That is true. Uh, well, Masters weekend's over. We're on to the next one. This week, the PGA Tour stops in the lovely state of South Carolina at the RBC Heritage at Harbortown. Uh, anybody got any? Uh, presented by Boeing. Pre- presented by Boeing. Thank you very much. Welcome. Anybody have any uh, predictions on uh, this week's winner? Not- I don't know. I'm excited to see. It's a pretty big, uh, or pretty, uh, pretty substantial field. You got a bunch of big names that have uh, decided to come play, which is nice to see. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, more cowers there, Clint. Your uh, your main man, Cam Smith, will be there. Uh, Harry Higgs, of course, crowd favorite. Love to see Kevin Kisner do well this weekend. DJ's uh, playing. I think there's like six or seven Clemson guys playing it. Yeah. I, I don't know about DJ Addison. I, I feel like he 
he won the Masters and then married Paulina Gretzky, and it's just been like. Um, well, let's be fair. He can coast for the rest of his life, and he's good. I'm, he's I'm won not the disagreeing Masters. with that. <laughs> he won no, the I Masters because he married Paulina married, Gretzky. He won the Masters and married Wayne Gretzky's daughter. He wins. <laughs> yeah, Is that I'd what like he calls to... her? That's <laughs> what he calls her. Hey, Wayne Gretzky's daughter, come here. <laughs> uh, Austin, be careful what you say about him. As we talked about last week on the show, yeah, he is a fan of the podcast. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't think I'm saying anything that that he doesn't know. And and I'll trade places with him right now. (laughs) Oh man. Well, moving, uh, moving into baseball, Major League Baseball opening weekend, pushed back two weeks because of the quote unquote commissioner of baseball. And his uh, just hatred of the game, but anyway, we'll get we'll we'll move past that. <laughs> uh, Braves are what two and three or were two and three. Uh, I, I think they were winning last time I looked tonight. Uh, Freddie Freeman replacement, Matt Olson is hmm? working out pretty good so far. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Batting five hundred, got a one home run so far. Uh, I'm not I'm not opposed to uh, to that at all. Uh, pitching absolute garbage. Yeah. Well, a- as we're recording right now, the Braves are up ten to one, going to the top of the fifth. Pretty, uh, pretty Nationals. comfortable. Yeah. Nationals, playing the Nationals. Yeah. Playing the Nationals. Yeah. Still, pitching is is not there. What are we going to do? We're we're three games in. We're four games in. Five <laughs> games in. Whatever it is. Pitching Time to horrible. Panic mode. Panic, panic mode. <laughs> hit the button. Hit the panic button. We hit the panic button. We gotta go. We gotta get some pitching. Well, I know they got uh, a young staff this year, and then yeah. you've also got. I know they're hopefully he'll actually get to pitch for the first time. Actually, pitch more than one or two games. Mike Soroka. They're hoping we'll be back. Maybe I believe around the All Star break, if if I remember right, somewhere somewhere around there. So if they can get him back, I mean he's an ace. So if he comes back healthy and ready to roll, I mean he he uh, he'll definitely help help out that rotation. I think we get another starter in there that's worth something. Maybe get a middle reliever. I'd be happy to see where we go there. Uh, biggest player from opening weekend though, Cleveland Guardian Stephen Kwan. Do you see this guy? I've, yeah, I've heard about it. Oh man, rookie. He's off to to a really hot start. <laughs> Batting 692, at least before we recorded this. He was 692, reaching base 15 times in the first four games. Nothing like going two for four and your batting average dropping. Right? <laughs> Man. So this cat's just off to a fire start over in Cleveland, the the Guardians. I know Addison was a big fan of the name change. Absolutely. That was uh, your old uh, roller derby team right out there in Cleveland, right, Addison? Cleveland Guardians? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, – we were the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, still got my skirt. I bet you do. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the uh, pitch column? I don't like it. Of course you don't. Why not? <laughs> You're over here eating lemon snaps before the podcast. Like an 80-year-old all, man. I don't like that electronic pitching stuff. <laughs> are you go, talking give about us, the, give, us, give us why not 
I, I don't like it because I don't think it adds anything to the game. I don't think I mean, well, it's not supposed to add anything. It's supposed to take away. It's supposed to take away teams cheating and stealing signs. But yeah, so I, yeah, I, I noticed still this, don't. I noticed this yeah. earlier in the season. It's college baseball. Uh, I was watching Clemson baseball game, and I noticed like pitchers having it on their their belt or either right there on their wrist. Like, what in the world is this thing? It, I, I, I think honestly, it makes sense to me. So it's different. It's different than that. So. With the the pro version, the MLB version, the catchers wear an electronic bracelet, basically, mm-hmm. and they type in a number onto their little wrist communicator, like they're in Star Wars or Star Trek, and then there's an audible uh, pitch call that goes to the pitcher that he wears an earpiece. And it oh, tells so, okay. him what pitch to pitch. Okay, so it's the opposite. So college, I believe the the catcher has a headset in, and then the pitcher has the little device on. But I don't. I guess well, that the, doesn't make any sense. I guess the pitching. Pitch, well, the pitch. The pitching coach can send the signal in to the pitcher and then verbalize it to the catcher. Right. Well, that, yeah, I believe college. The the, the coach is sending it in. Um, I mean, I don't know. Well, I, why not, Addison? It, you know, the game's progressing. Here, Well, but here's the thing, and I, I've always – and I mean, I, I don't know. Everybody, I guess, feels differently than I do about this. <laughs> Here, here's Addison. Here's Addison. Here's the thing. I love cheating. I like it. <laughs> I want to see more of it. I don't, I don't understand why it's considered cheating to steal signs. I don't. I don't. If, if I uh, can figure it- out – is it considered cheating or is it just it's I mean, frowned upon? It's frowned upon, right? It's I mean, frowned like upon. I don't think but, it's considered like, for sure it's, it's cheating. <laughs> didn't they didn't they did the Houston Astros get in big trouble for this? Well the Astros were they like, also had, they had somebody they? like they, they had were somebody running a camera. So what's the difference? What's the difference in, in seeing it and seeing it with your eyes and seeing it with the camera? Well to, they had to somebody me, up in the upper deck zooming in. So they can yeah. see exactly what was being called. Yeah, I think that's different I, than somebody staying on second and being able to pick right. up the signs. I don't have a problem with somebody standing on second, picking up a sign, and giving the batter some kind of indication the curveball's coming. I don't have a problem with it. You still have to hit it. Still got to hit it. <laughs> but I, 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 I see where Addison's true. coming from, but I don't see an issue with it. I, I, I have don't no, see an issue with I, it. I, I don't I, think I, – I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, completely against it where I'm like, oh, this is terrible. It's ruining the game of baseball. Like, I don't care. I'm just saying I don't think it's necessary. Mm. Well, necessity and, and doing are, are two different things there, bud. But, but I'm also against uh, robo-umpires. Well, are you? So, <laughs> they probably have a better strike call than you. Yeah. <laughs> Two, Reich. Three. <laughs> you are out. But no, I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm against. I don't know. I'm against instant replay in baseball. I think it 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 changes the game. I'm against commercial breaks after every half <laughs> inning. Can we get? I mean, the game's uh, long enough. Let's at least get through the whole inning. Then you take your commercial break. Oh Maybe. man, I saw a. Uh, I saw an umpire call strike three on a batter for stepping out in the batter's box the other day in a co- I think it was a college game. 
Yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? Mm. Yeah. So he took too much time in the batter, you know, put his hand up, and stepped out of the box. Umpire calls strike three, third out, you're you're gone. It was ridiculous. Nice. That's that's that overstep umpire Addison. I'm sure you've that's like right up your wheelhouse. No, I don't like to I have done that before. Really? I have. You are the I worst. have done before. You uh, are the no, worst. Look, the game, Clint just said the game is slow enough as it is. Like, I don't need the batter to take 20 minutes to get into the box. That's ridiculous. Tightened his batting gloves for the 17th time. Exactly. <laughs> hey, man, you got a routine. You didn't even swing. Why do you need your gloves retightened? <laughs> go, about to go yard right now. I got to tighten up. These Franklins, you know, they just get a little loose after. <laughs> this Franklins. <laughs> so let's now jump to the way too early World Series matchup. I'll start off. I got Tampa Bay. Uh, beating L.A., the Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles in six games for the World Series. Clint, I know you're a big Dodgers fan now that Freddie Freeman's moved out west. What's your uh, What's your pick? False. False? <laughs> False. False. I'm like Chipper Jones, man. If Freddie wanted to be in Atlanta, he'd be in Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> Strong word. Uh, All right. Well, I'll go over in the AL. I think it's going to be the White Sox defeating the Blue Jays. I like the White Sox this year. In the ALCS. In the National League, I'll go with – I will go with the Padres defeating the Mets. The Mets, huh? Yes. Going the Mets. Give, oh, so close. They're going to be give, so close. Give Mets fans a little, a little, hope, a little just bit to of hope. Take it away. Just to take it away. And then the Padres take on the White Sox. And I am going to go with the White Sox winning the World Series in 2022. Northside Championship in 2022. Okay. I yep. like it. Yep. Addison, we're talking baseball. What's that? <laughs> baseball. Um, so I thought I just had to pick the uh, World Series matchup. I didn't realize I had to also pick the AL and NL, Clint. That means American League. Well, I just went along with League. Austin. I just went along with what Austin did. Um, so hey, feel free to Google whatever you want and tell us, okay? We'll tell you whether the team is in the American League or the National League. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? The Braves playing the Red Sox in the that. NL championship. <laughs> Uh, I've got the, uh, the twins, uh, beating the Dodgers in the AL championship. Um, I think the twins are going to have a strong year. What, what, what you got? Dodgers? Say? You said the Dodgers? No. Did you say the Dodgers? I said Dodgers. I Some you said Dodgers. Dodgers. I'm pretty sure you said Dodgers. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. <laughs> I might've said the Dodgers. So you got the twins defeating who? Who'd you mean to say if you didn't say that? If you uh, say White Sox. We're talking about White Sox. Oh, yeah. Right? There we go. Yeah, there you are. There you go. Okay. You twins threw me White off, Sox. man. Twins eating, defeating the White Sox. All right. So that's yeah. the AL. Uh, and then NL, uh, I think the Braves are going to make it close. I think their pitching is going to end up hurting them in the end, though. Um, and I think uh, the Dodgers are going to beat them. Mm, oh, man. That would hurt. Can you imagine Freddie Freeman getting like a walk-off home run in Atlanta? I could see it happening. Seven, the National League Championship Series. I could see it happening. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get over to something Addison actually knows about uh, TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're down to the final four. I think you guys 
Uh, talked about the All Fair TV series bracket last week down to the Final Four. Am I correct, Clint? That is. That is correct. And, uh, and matchups. Let me see if I'm correct here. Matchups, we have the Sopranos versus the Office. That's correct. The West, Ring, West Wing versus <laughs> Breaking Bad. The rush ring. That is correct. We've got the Sopranos taking on the office, both number one seeds, and then you've got the number one seed, the West Wing, taking on number two seed, Breaking Bad. I like it. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and start it off. Big time, big time matchup, the Sopranos versus the office. Oh, you're going to do that mm, one first. Wow, huh? You're going with this one first. Oof. Ah, that's tough. <clears throat> it's tough. I've 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 stayed awake two nights thinking about this. I've went to the tapes, Sopranos on VHS, all seasons. I've reviewed the outtakes. I've looked at the behind the scenes. Blooper reels. I, I I gotta go with the Sopranos. The Office. When Carell left, they had a few good episodes that did well, that were funny, particularly, particularly the Will Ferrell when he comes in and gets the concussion. The basketball <laughs> goal falls on him. Yeah. Hilarious. It's great. James Spader was weird. Yes, but I know he, he was, was supposed weird. to be. I he know he's supposed to be weird. It's James yeah. Spader. It was still weird. Um, a little over the a little full weird. Yeah, he he went full. Yeah, uh, so I go. I'm going with the Sopranos. You know the Sopranos. I'm going with the Sopranos. Okay. Well, I, I. So we had this. This I agree with you. Where the Office losing Steve Carell definitely affects my thoughts on how high the Office should be ranked. And how about the huevos on that man for stepping away from the Office? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The. I mean. I mean. Primetime success. The Office not a better show on tv and he's like you know what i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go make some films yeah just yeah just he, impressive yeah he uh he went out he went out at the, the peak man you know he didn't over overstay you know he kind of like the seinfeld george costanza you know not knowing when to <laughs> know when to stop uh so i mentioned this a couple episodes ago where i to me i have to separate sitcoms from these hbo shows or one hour dramas well i agree that should have been just, a separate bracket but just, it didn't happen yeah, it didn't way. happen but just the investment the writing the uh, it, to me everything is just on another level with shows like the sopranos and i mentioned it on the last episode when i think my favorite show of all time or the greatest show of all time the sopranos immediately comes to mind and so that is why i will vote for the sopranos although i love the office i would vote the sopranos over the office so they already are going through so it doesn't really matter at this point so let's move on um so all right so now let's go now of course we want to hear your your no no need i mean really no need to rehash it i mean you guys have said you know everything there is to say at the end of the day the office uh, when Correll left, went downhill. Uh, um, still a great show, but not what it sh- was. I think it comes down purely to me as uh, James Gandolfini. Best role 
that I think to, in television, frankly. James what? Heavy Breather Gandolfini. <laughs> Sounds like Austin when he's you walking go down HBO, a flight of go, stairs. Go, go to HBO Max and rewatch Sopranos. He's just like. no i uh we talked about a little bit last week i mean i think that is the character of tony soprano maybe the best television character of all time um and he just did a tremendous job so yep i I also voted for the sopranos so so just want to point out again sopranos is still the only show in this bracket that the opponent has received the vote not surprised. Did I say that right? All of a sudden, you look confused. <laughs> I did say that right. <laughs> your your voice kind of went out, and it didn't sound like you said hasn't received a vote. It sounded like you said has received a vote. Oh. It was very confusing. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. I understood what you meant. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the Sopranos, their opponent has not received. Amelo, the what's the pursuits? <laughs> <laughs> Just breathing heavy the whole time. It's like, get that mic away from his face. <laughs> Somebody's got that boom mic too close. <laughs> yeah, there's just that one guy. He's just like <laughs> always on top of it. All right, let's move down to the the other matchup, Breaking Bad versus the West Wing. I've actually – I was actually watching the West Wing before we started today's show. I've, I've gone back and tried to rewatch the series. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. You see where they good. officially announced the twelfth season of Curb Your Enthusiasm today. Oh, man. oh I'm yeah. so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yep. Uh Breaking Bad West Wing. Uh, I don't know. Well, let, let, I'll go first here I because go I know ahead. this is probably maybe a tougher decision for y'all two. The West yep. Wing, hands down. Yeah, I knew that, was that was easy. <laughs> the West Wing is a guaranteed lock for one of my favorite shows of all time. Breaking Bad to me is, is fringe. Like it's, it's right fringe. there on the yeah. yeah it's fringe. You don't right like drugs. Yeah, I know. say no. A, you know, I learned that they fan. taught me a long time ago. Say no to drugs. So I mean, well, it's just it's a fringe top ten show for me. So uh, the West Wing uh, hands down with me on this one. And, and it's clean cut. It's right up your alley, Clint. So I can definitely see that happening as Breaking Bad, more Addison's alley, meth, jail time, things like that. So Addison, what is your? Not, not going to argue with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, both both the series are great. Um, I, again, start to finish strong all the way through. Um, I I. I love Breaking Bad. I really do. I think it was just a tremendous show, but the writing on the West Wing makes it untouchable in this matchup, I think. I think the writing was just flawless. Uh, the dialogue throughout the entire series was great, not just uh, you know, not just the actual show and what's happening, but the actual dialogue of the show is perfect, uh, whereas Breaking Bad, again, a great show. You had a lot of good action in it. Uh, the dialogue had some points that maybe could have been a little bit better. Not that it wasn't a tremendous show, but uh, when you're going up against Aaron Sorkin and, you know, that kind of writing, I, it's hard to beat that. So West Wing for me. Wow. So the West Wing moves right there in uh, to take on the Sopranos, but Austin, go right ahead. No, I, I'll, that's fine. I'll go with the, go with <laughs> it the has here. to be because 
point it out. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll let it pass. I'll let it happen. <laughs> I'll let it happen. Uh, so there you go. There, there's your matchup, and I think that's a decent, a decent matchup, right? Well, I, I would say versus West Wing. It's it's two hour long shows, more on on the same level of writing. Uh, not a sitcom. So I think I think that's a good matchup to end on. I really yeah. do. And I and when I looked at this bracket, this is how I hoped it would turn out with the Sopranos <laughs> taking on the West Wing. So so I'm I'm sad. This makes that's up for friends getting before, huh, makes up for friends getting the Das Boot in the first round. I'll agree. I'll agree with them. Oh man. All right. Well, I think we got time. We can talk about the uh the new Marvel series Moon Knight. Clint, I know you have been watching this like a hawk. What do you think of the series so far? Well, I will be starting it maybe tonight. Uh I just wrapped up Veep last night. I finished nice. that I finished that series uh last how'd night. You, so. How'd you uh, the ending was a little rushed? So you so you didn't listen to the the podcast from last week. So that's, I that's cool. To it. <laughs> I <listened to> it. <laughs> no, no. So and I think Addison, you may have agreed with me a little bit. Love the first season. Uh the second and third season where it kind of got the dialogue kind of got old. It got a little stale. Yeah, it got stale. Um, but I think the fourth and fifth season, I really enjoyed those. Seventh season. So my favorite two characters on the show were uh Kent. Yeah. And uh yeah. and but I think my favorite overall character was Richard Splint. Uh, he was and, he was awesome. And yeah. I was hoping without question. And so my major disappointment was at the end that she didn't make Richard Splint veep or the vice, you know, the vice president. Yeah. Uh, the uh I thought that's the way they should have ended the show. But then I did like how they, you know, they skipped way down the road and he was yeah. going for his third term <laughs> presidency. Yeah. So that, that was pretty cool. It, it's, it's a great show. I love Tony I enjoyed Hale. it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed Hale. it. He did. He was terrific. I um, just think they got like, I don't know, the second and third season really bring down the show for me because I think they took too long. I think they the writers showed more of their t- writing talents in the later seasons uh, than in the second and third. Second and third kind of got kind of got old. But gotcha. Well, Addison, what's your uh, what's your hot take on Moon Knight? Um, so I'm only one episode in so far. So we've got uh, episode two, which we didn't get a chance to watch yet, and then episode three comes out uh, as we record this on Tuesdays. Comes out tomorrow night. Um, I'm uh, I'm liking like in the series so far i think it's uh, a slight departure from uh, marvel's typical show uh has a lot more of uh horror film uh tropes and kind of leans into that a lot more than uh obviously anything that uh, marvel's done before i mean this character is more of a gritty darker character um so i mean i i appreciate it i think it's it's been good so far. I'm excited to see how it wraps up. I know it's had <clears throat> had some critics that haven't been so hot on it up to this point, um, but uh, I think that's just because it's a departure from your typical Marvel show. Uh, but I like it. I think it's going to be a good series. I'm excited to see how it ties in with everything else and how they're able to to start pulling in 
uh, other characters and other aspects of the, the MCU as a whole uh, to kind of tie it all together. Yeah, only six episodes for for the first season. I know the creator obviously wants to have more seasons, but I know he put out, uh, or I saw an interview where he was talking, wanting to cross over, do feature film with the character and bring it in to the larger cinematic universe. Uh, although Oscar Isaac has not signed on for future projects as of yet. Um, but it'll be a short season, but uh, still anxious to, to get it watched. Um, it's great so far. Like you said, it's a, it's, it's different. Um, it's a nice pace change from what we've been seeing. Um, not that there's anything wrong with Marvel so far, but it's nice to see a little more gritty. And I think I heard this was like the answer, one of Marvel's attempts to, to combat uh dc's batman back when to, to, when to come back which batman. will uh which will premiere on hbo max uh the 18th moon knight versus batman yes <laughs> that, i've not heard that, this. That, that, no, no the batman movie uh premieres on hbo max april 18th are we getting paid for that plug there yeah Cliff? yeah checks in the mail <laughs> is what i was told checks in the mail Good i'm uh, well i'm excited for that because i hadn't got to see it yet so yeah i went to the theater and somebody I had to go sleep in the car because they were tired. What? <laughs> Addison and I went to go see the Batman. Of course, it was like 11 the o'clock Batman? at night. The Batman. It was 11 o'clock at night. He was like, let's go watch it. I'm like, dude, I'm tired. So we got in there 30 minutes into this slow detective novel of a film. I'm like, I got to go to the car. There's <laughs> no way. No way. I started snoring in there. No, so I got to see a quarter of the movie and then I had to leave. <laughs> How often do y'all go to the movies together? Didn't y'all just go see Uncharted together? Can I not have, uh, <laughs> you know, spend time with my brother? Yeah, but he lives like three states away. How, how does this? Not for much longer, Clint. That's Hot true. take. That's true. Breaking news. Breaking you know? news. No, I can't do that. Copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, uh, now we're going to be going to the movies all the time. And I'm going to be coming over to your house to uh, record the podcast. I'm excited. Well, there you go, guys. That's the way to end it. Addison's uh, leaving his family, moving from Virginia, (laughs) leaving them, leaving his really, You really what it was. You know know what it was. What was that? He announced that he is a hump for the Virginia High School League. And they kicked him out. They kicked him out. They kicked him out. They were like, go. dude, you failed the test. You can't you fail the test. <laughs> you got a 44 on the test. Your strike call is the worst in the league. It's not even close. Sitting and you down to and you're doing leagues. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows who you are now. <laughs> oh, sitting you down to the Palmetto League. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go, guys. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thanks for joining. Uh, as always, go follow us on our social media, which we hardly ever post on. I'm Austin. <laughs> Thank you for attending. He's Clint. He's Addison. We'll see you next time. Walk on Water Boys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Water Boys. Kind of milk is that? That's two percent. Two percent. You a two percent guy? 
I'm a I'm a two percent guy. Whole milk's too much for me. I, uh, whole I whole mind. milk's a meal in a cup, man. Whole milk's too much. For, I don't mind skim milk. I'll drink skim milk. That's paint water. <laughs> 